0: 630 Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at two on 630 Chad. All right, a historic proclamation was made in the city. It happened over the weekend, and it comes following a couple of years of celebration and counter protests on the corner of White Avenue and Gateway Boulevard. What was once home to some homophobic street preaching is now officially known as as Pride Corner on this International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia, let's find out the story behind it all with Claire Pierron, who is the organizer and founder of Pride Corner. Claire, welcome to 6:30.
1: Chad. Thanks for having me, Jaylen.
0: How did all of this start? What was it that that drove you to that spot to say, okay, you know what, we need to do something about this?
1: You know, I'll never forget the first time um, one of the preachers had targeted me myself and uh, said some pretty horrible things um, that still stick with me to this day. And I promised uh, myself that I would I would start protesting and show up out there um, so that other other people didn't have to hear those awful things either. Um, I originally started protesting the street preachers on a regular basis when I had heard that there was eight unhoused. 2SLGBTQ plus kids in the neighborhood of White Avenue that had taken their life in 10 months mm. and I, I I know how awful these preachers can be and you know like there's 40% of unhoused people that do identify as under the rainbow so already it's a, a difficult enough situation and um, you know these preachers are far from loving and far from kind. They say some pretty terrible things and you know we just started to show up on a regular basis and it's turned into a giant dance party and you know <laughs> Queer youth show up, allies, community members. It's uh, it's it's known as a you know kind of a, a safe space, and kind of we try and provide a free free from religious extremists as, as much as possible.
0: Claire, how long ago was it that you started uh, you know counter protesting these preachers? It was a couple of years ago now, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was almost two years ago now. So um, I had just made a sign with my own little markers and I had a little tiny little <laughs> speaker and a, and a milk crate. And I just went out and stood there in front of those guys and, and, and at least tried to provide a distraction or be a distraction so that if there was someone that was walking by, they wouldn't have to hear those awful things. And, um, you know, rather seeing a rainbow and a smile, you know, m- might make for a better day.
0: How long did it, when, when did you start to see this grow, this, this movement grow on what is now Pride Corner? I mean, you were out there, as you said, by yourself that first time, um, you know, did it, did, was it a, what is a slow grow or did you did you see people saying, hey, you know what, Claire's out here doing this, we want to be out there uh, with her and,
1: and spread this message? Uh, you know, here and there, there would be, you know, a random person walking by, uh, you know, that would join in the protest or, you know, stop by for a dance. But it was about six months into it when the very first person came to protest with me and I saw them, they brought a sign and they dressed up and it felt so good to not be alone out there anymore. And it just continued to go grow from there. People just kept, kept showing up and, and the space kept growing and the music kept playing and, you know, the rainbows got bigger and more signs showed up and more people showed up and 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 community is is here every friday and it's just turned into such a beautiful thing
0: tell me about this proclamation uh mayor emergid Sohi, on the ba- on behalf of uh, uh, the city of edmonton declared uh, that corner pride corner um what was that like
1: it was it was honestly surreal um, to be able to. Um, I don't know if you know, but Martin Boyce, who was uh, at the Stone, yeah, he was at the Stonewall um, riot, was actually in Edmonton this past weekend and spoke at Pride Corner. And he mentioned how difficult it is. He knows what how difficult it is to claim a space. And and he said, you know, that's what that's what we're doing. And it, 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 it's so surreal to feel like this corner is a safe. Space and known as a safe space for, for community members, and it's been known longly and widely as you know as a place that street preachers frequent and and spread their homophobia and hatred. So, are, are they really still showing up? It. They are. Yeah, they do. They show up every every weekend. They still do. Um, the the one that we have been uh, fighting for a long period of time, he actually stopped showing up on White Avenue around around the time that we show up. Um, but we, we try and, we, we protest as much as possible, as safely as possible, whenever whenever we can, whenever we're out there.
0: Yeah, so uh, I know I've read stories on, you know, and I've seen stories that you've shared about, you know, kids who finally f- have found a, a safe spot or a place where they have felt that they can be themselves. That, that has to be a really powerful moment when that happens,
1: Claire. Honestly, it, it is a really powerful moment. There, there are so many challenging moments that happen out there on the corner and and um, you know, angry passerbys or frustrated people or angry preachers. And that one kid coming up to you and saying that you made a difference in their life and that your presence has helped them. Be themselves and and find themselves is huge. I, you know, people my age are coming up to me and saying, "You know, if I had a place like Pride Corner when I was younger, my my life might be a little different." And I'm I I agree I agree. I'm I'm just it makes um. A, A huge difference in a youth's life when they have a support from from someone as a a queer young person that's trying to find themselves in this especially during a pandemic and you know um it can mean it can mean the world it truly is life or death a support
0: claire you know you you touched on um you know, one of the big reasons why you started, and and, and the number of um, of uh, unho- un, un, unhoused uh, queer kids who took their lives, um, you know, a couple of years ago, and and we know that that population is is still large in, in this in this community. What does the city need to do? What 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 can be done? What what do you still believe needs to be done to to help those kids?
1: Um, I, I definitely think there needs to be more support for these kids. Um, you know, uh, there's minimal supports for unhoused youth as it is. Um, you know, one or two shelters with minimal beds, and and you know, and and minimal support for queer community is is really difficult. Um, places like Chew on Jasper Ave are are amazing. They serve the queer unhoused community, and um, I, I think that just. Having, you know, having more support is is extremely important, and I, I know that that's on on a bigger level than than you and I. Um, but I mean, I think I think ultimately supporting that queer person in your life that you feel might not be struggling. Um, as as they might be, especially on a day like today. Um, I know a lot of queer people in my life have received a lot of hate today, um, just on International Day of, you know, <laughs> we're just yeah, trying to over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know we'll, there we'll is... continue fighting and continu- continue showing up because that's that's important.
0: I know there's been some uh, talk about working with the city and uh, the business association in Old Strathcona to put up some sort of uh, visual reminder of this recognition. Where does that stand And, 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 and how do you envision that?
1: Uh, um we are so grateful for the support of Old Shotgun Business Association and um, and and also the neighboring businesses. We've been pleasantly surprised, and um, it, it it is definitely in the works. <laughs> We've got something in motion, and um, Old Strathcona Business Association is working with us, and um, we're hoping to have to have something visually representing Pride Corner um, all the time out there on a on a regular basis. The proclamation was wonderful, though. Claire, you know it is. too bad we couldn't advertise that up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we just put. It, I think we just changed the name, put the sign up there. Uh, Claire, you okay. know what? Uh, it is so great to hear your voice again. It's been way too long, my friend. Uh, keep up the great work, and uh, you're involved with so many great initiatives in in our community that uh, most of my listeners probably don't even know about. And I'm going to get you on again to talk about some of those uh, as well. But thank you for this one, uh, and thanks for all the work that you continue to do in our community. You're a rock star.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Jay, and thank you for your support. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, take care. Claire Piran joining me this afternoon, who was the uh, the woman who started, uh, you know, really bringing people together on, on Pride Corner and, and the founder of that. And, of course, on the weekend, um, there was a proclamation that uh, that corner, that White Avenue and Gateway Boulevard would be known now as, as Pride Corner in the city of Edmonton.